comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos!
Holy Spirit is the communicator of the presence of God. The Holy Spirit is called the angel of his presence. By angel we mean the messenger. The communicator of the presence of God. Something will happen to you that not just you. Your family. The campus. Kumasi. Ghana will not recover from. God is banking on the investment that he's making in your life. He's banking on it. The salvation of the land. The restoration. The building. Is hinged upon this investment. If it can be tended. Nothing can contain it. Nothing. No power of darkness can stand before it. We might not stop the gate of hell from rising, but we are sure of one thing. The gate of hell cannot, cannot, cannot stand the church of Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 1. Let me show you maybe two scriptures, then we begin to pray. And trust God for His mighty move. <clears throat> Even as we speak, if you are sick, you will be healed. If you are blind, you will see. If you are deaf, you will hear. If you have crutches, you will drop it. At any time you feel you can now walk, just raise up your walking feet. At any time. If you are being afflicted by demons, they will cry out and leave. Your body, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Demons can be living in it. The Holy Spirit. You have pledged allegiance to the Holy Spirit as the only spirit that have the permission to live and possess our body. What are demons doing here? Verse 1. For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us. This is Luke that is speaking here. This is Luke. And I just want to compare the two letters that Luke wrote. One is this gospel. Give me my scripture. One is this gospel. And the second one is what is in the book of Acts. As a matter of fact, when he was making his introduction in the book of Acts, he referenced this. So he said, the former treatise. This is that former treatise. You with me now. So he said, For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed amongst us. Luke is talking about the person of Jesus. We are going to read a few more verses. And he said, The day that Jesus lived, Jesus was so popular 
the most popular celebrity in Ghana? Hmm? Huh? Who? What? Sa- what? Shatawale. <laughs> okay, all of you, you agree that the most popular is Shatawale. You are wrong. I want somebody, probably he is not aware of what is happening. I want somebody that is up to date. Uh, who? You're the president of the nation. You will be surprised if the president, when he leaves his office, he will, be, he will no more be popular. So, for him, it's his office that is making him popular. I'm looking for celebrities. Whoever you think is the person. My point is not to. My point is to teach this scripture now. For as much as many have taken in hand. Jesus was such a man in the days that he lived upon the face of the earth that the, the newspapers cannot sell until they carry news about him. Newspapers cancel. So there are many people that came around his ministry and they had a lot of things they have to say about the life of Jesus. You with me now? So many of them, they come and the only thing that they know is about when Jesus turned how many loaves now? Five loaves and two fishes. When he multiplied it and thousands of people ate and they were filled. There are people, they went with that story. So if you ask them, they will say, Jesus is a philanthropist. He gives people food. So all they can write about Jesus, are you getting the point now? Is, is philanthropy in the manner of, of sharing food to people. Then you ask the blind man that he opened his eyes. They ask the blind man a question. He say, I don't know anything. All that I know is that before I was blind, but now I can what? See. You can't convince that man otherwise. As far as he's concerned, Jesus is all about making blind people to see. Are you getting where I'm going now? There were many things that people had to say about Jesus because he was the most, he was most popular. So many people began to write accounts concerning Jesus. They began to pen down things concerning Jesus, including people that don't know him, including people that the Bible now came to the book of Matthew chapter 16 and asked them, Jesus asked them, who, since you have been saying things about me, who do you say that I am? Some of them said Jeremiah. By that answer, you will know that they don't know who is Jesus. Are you getting where we are going now? Yes, they, they still wrote some accounts. It is on this basis that a grace came upon this man, this man of God. And he has to write exactly what happened. Because without him, we will not have accurate record and account of what Jesus did upon the face of the earth and how he did it. We will be looking at newspaper to know. We will be looking at many things to know. But there are many things that was written and many of them was not correct. And this look now, he First of all, he was a direct disciple of Peter. 
Then after some time, he became a disciple of Paul. Follow me, follow me. I'm trying to give you the basis for the exposition I want to give this evening. Once I say what I want to say, whether I finish the teaching or not, we'll begin to pray. I just want to get a prayer point. This prayer point I'm looking for. After praying for many years, my brother, you know what I found out? Reverend, you are not the one I'm talking to. I'm talking to this guy. After praying for many years, I found out that one of the hardest things to get is prayer points. I know you will not believe me, but no problem. Keep having 100 prayer points. You will have your prayer points, 100 of them, 50. Have you not, how many of them have been answered? I was there. I have prayer points that lingered on my prayer daughter for years. I was praying what was not working. Because I thought, I thought prayer is my activity. That's what I've been teaching you. I can just think in my head and think in my head. And say, and say, Lord, the enemies that are stopping me, let, let them die. Let them die. In some cases, it might mean that you'll be the one to die. Not your enemies. Yes. You think what I'm saying is easy? No. I was talking to some of my, my brothers the other day. I told them something. One of my brothers, while we are coming from the eastern part of Nigeria to Abuja, from Abuja to Accra, from Accra to here, I went with him on a flight. <laughs> so that's the first time he's flying. Now, this that's not the, the story. The story is this. He didn't tell his mother, he didn't tell his father, he didn't even tell his brother that he's staying with. But the day before he will go, his uncle in the village that has not called him for long. Suddenly, pay attention to what I'm saying. Eh? Suddenly called him on the phone and said, Where are you traveling to? He has not told his mother, he has not told his father anything. Talk more of telling them he's traveling. But the uncle called him. Do you know why? He's still on the radar. If you are flying an aircraft, you don't see with your you don't look through the mirror, you, you check your route through the radar. It is where the radar is pointing that you will go. So they might not see you physically, but they are still seeing you in the spirit. So once you move in the red, they will see the dot. The dot is about to fly. So they will come up before and say, Where are you traveling to? This is not the first time I've seen it many times in my ministry. Some of you have heard it. A guy that was praying with us many years ago. When he began to pray with us, pray for long. Suddenly they went to, you know, in Nigeria, there is what we call SM, um, um, data bank, as in SMS, for SMS number bank. It doesn't happen here. You, how do you send? You send bulk SMS, is it not true? Uh -huh. In bulk SMS, what you do is that you have the numbers in a bank. There is a place they collected my number many years ago. They are still sending me text messages today. I'm not sure they still know I'm existing. 
All they need to do is to feed the credit. Once the credit, the sacrifices have been made in those altars, they will now send text message. Even if you are even if you have traveled out of the location, it has been five years you left your village, you have not seen your uncle. Guess what? If they send the text message, what will happen to your phone? It will enter. It will enter. Until your number is expunged from that database, you can still get a text message. So the young man that was praying with us, when he prayed to some point, his uncle now asked his parents and said, Where is Okechuku? I know you can't pronounce the name, but don't worry. My pronunciation is enough for you and me. So he said, Where is Okechuku? The parents said that Okechuku is doing youth service. I have told you people what is youth service. The, the man said, Where? Where is Okechuku? He said, It's called a state in Nigeria. The uncle was still asking, Where is Okechuku? You know, the parents are not spiritually intelligent. So they don't know what the man is asking for. They are no more seeing the guy in the radar. They are asking the parent, where is Okechuku? Where is the parents are trying to locate him physically? But the guy has been removed from the database in the spirit. So you can no more locate. I pray for you this night. You will be removed from any demonic database anywhere. In the name of Jesus. That's what happens to some people. You know, you can be making progress. I don't know, but it might have happened to you. When you start building your life, building your Christian life, building your work with God, you notice you got at a junction. Something happened. And then you started afresh. It has happened to you. Raise your hand, raise your hand. Mm. They sent you text message. One of the ways to conquer that is that you have to be spiritually intelligent and identify the seasons that Satan comes. If you don't identify that season, if you come again, if you come again, they will keep you in a vicious cycle. You will build yourself, build yourself, build yourself, build yourself, and you are now on fire. When you are about to enter another thing, you know what Satan will do. He will bring that to your dear friend that left many years ago. That's your boyfriend that left. You are now on fire for Jesus. He has left. He knows how to catch you. He will say, Babe, how are you? I miss you. You will now say, You will now look at it and say, If you are wise, you wouldn't have responded. But because he knows your key, you will say, Let me, let me just tell him off. Let me tell him off. He will say, Stop disturbing me, Joe. They, they have gotten you. When you say, you say, are we enemies? Are we enemies? Anything I've done to you, forgive me. Somebody here needs to hear this my message. If you think I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you. <laughs> it's what we know. of the reason I speak like this is to know for you to know that all of us pass through it. 
so that you will not come and say, ah, this big man of God, did he suffer anything? No. We suffered that I suffered more than you. So, if I can be here, you, you can do more. You can do better. Amen. So if you don't identify that season, you can still receive an SMS. You can receive a text message. Once it comes, you slide back to another bout of masturbation. And then they will they start for you. The problem is this. This is the problem. When you miss this kind of spiritual step, if it's physically if you are counting one, if they told you to count seven physically, if you count one, two, three, four, five, six, and miss six, tomorrow when you want to start again, you will start from number six. Is it not true? Huh? In the spirit, you will start from number one. You will not start from six. That's why you have to pay attention to what I'm telling you. They don't count like men. So if you miss number six, where will you start? Number one. You know it experientially. You know it. You know it. It seems as if you started from ground again and began to build. Began to build. Began to build. Once it clocks three months, they will, they will use everything and come. They will use everything and come. But if you are intelligent, one of the things you will do is go to their data bank, expunge your name. Remove your name from it. So you start stop receiving SMS. If Satan send you SMS, if the young man comes and says, You are beautiful today, you look at yourself and wonder how somebody that doesn't know Jesus is the one giving you accreditation. I don't receive accreditation from somebody that doesn't know Jesus. That's what Jesus did in the book of John, chapter 3. The man came and said, good master, nobody can do this. Jesus told him, you must be born again. The reason why you need to be born again is that if you are not born again, you will not find yourself within the confines of the kingdom. And it is within the kingdom that my reality can be touched and experienced. A man outside of the kingdom doesn't know how to give me a description. So your efforts, your best efforts to give accreditation to Jesus outside of the kingdom will be an effort in futility. They don't know you now. The one they knew is the one that was a rugged guy, that was a womanizer, that you are not another guy. So if they come and say, my God, it will sound foreign to your ears. It used to be sweet to your ears, but some, the norm has been broken. Do you know what is called transistor radio? I'm not sure he's here now. You see, many people don't know what is transistor radio. Transistor radio is those radio that is just meant for FM and AM. You don't know whether that's what is what is called in, in that. You just be tuning it. It has a long antenna. You tune it. Hmm? Those old ones that has battery. When you tune it, when you tune to a particular channel. You remove it. You remove the knob so that you cannot be tuned back. That's what you need to do to break off. That's why you can't be born again and be hiding it. 
part of the ways to stay safe is as if you are very serious with Jesus. Go to the most popular place in your campus. Huh? Do outreach there. As a sister, when you finish, some guys won't come to you. I'm telling you, but you won't do it. You will keep hiding, keep hiding. They will still be coming now. They will, your, your own born again is inside the church. Once you leave, you are no more born again. You want to enjoy everything about life and still be born again. You are not a serious person. When you get serious, the demons will leave you. You will shut the gates. Huh? How can you be listening to Chatawale and you, you still want to ascend? There are two different channels. If you want to make progress, you, you cut off attempt to listen to worldly music. There are some movies you are watching. You say you want to stop pornography, you want to stop masturbation. And you are watching some... You are not serious yet. When you become serious, you stop those movies. You that your mind have become a factor. <laughs> you know... Hmm. You know, there are people that their mind is factory now. Somebody came and told me that he's suffering this one masturbation and all that. I asked him, because I normally ask questions. I don't just go ahead and start praying for you. I ask you one or two questions. I asked the guy the question. He told me he has been a practitioner for eight years. He has practiced the discipline of masturbation for eight years. How many years do you study optometry in this school? Six years, right? <laughs> the guy has been in studies. He has been learning. He has been learning. And from my experience, you don't deal with all of them the same way. That's my experience of handling the case. If somebody told you that he has been there for six months, one year, two years, it's not the same thing for the guy. After five years, you are now a hotspot in this. You, are, you create hotspots for people. Yes, if people stay around you, they will want to fornicate. I'm telling you what I know. You, you, are, you are looking at me. There are, there are sisters and guys that have given themselves to fornication to the point that if you stay around them, you feel like fornicating. Just like if you feel, stay around them, you feel like praying. You feel like knowing God. The same way you stay around some people. Are you getting where we are going now? Some people are hot spots in the spirit. When they come, they create internet connection for you. <laughs> so once the hotspot is on uh, you will find out that you can't stop yourself you can't stop yourself are you getting where we are going so when such a person I say it's, it's 8 years uh, his case is a serious case because for this person it is no more a case of casting out demons the spirit has built a stronghold in his hands are you getting the point? What is a stronghold? It's like a house. The demon that was cast out said, I will go back to my house. I said, how can a demon say that somebody is his house? It was when I studied that God told me, look where, look where. He said, it is not the person, but there is something the demon builds inside of the person that have the capacity to host the dimensions of that demon. That is how a spirit prospers in a person. 
For a spirit to prosper in you, you must learn how to host that spirit. And the fundamental thing is to build a house. So, when the demon of masturbation, pornography, immorality, whatever the name, there are many things. When it has built a stronghold, when depression has built a stronghold in your heart, even when we cast out the demon, after some two weeks, have you not noticed that depression, every two weeks it comes back, every two weeks it comes back, every one month it comes back, because he has built a house in you, and he knows that as long as that house is there, he can knock and he open. It's a matter of catching you when you are vulnerable. Once he catches you when you are vulnerable, you can still open the door. So the spirit said, let me go back to my house. Such men that have practiced for eight years, they have a house for a spirit. So even when you cast the demon, you will notice that you will be okay for three weeks. Then the demon will say, let me go back to my house. And many times a young man told me that when it comes on him, he's, he's like anointing reverend. <laughs> Are you laughing at? Has it not happened to you? I know you will not agree, but you better agree on so that God will send you help. If you like, continue in it, continue. Hmm? When you the problem with that is that when God loads you with something, huh, that thing has the capacity to leak it. It's leakage. After one week, you'll be looking for what happened in this meeting. You won't see it in your life. But by the time you were leaving the meeting, you were so full. And we are ready to take the world. Satan will not disturb you for two days. On the third day, he will come and open the leakage. And you will leak out the blessings that you have received. Are you blessed? I know my this this thing I'm saying might be hurting you. It might be hurt. But that's the fastest way to receive salvation and redemption. If not, you will not be intelligent to handle the wise of the enemy. And when we finish, after some months, we'll find out that there is not up to 20% of us that still is carrying and continuing in what they received in this meeting. If you have me so far, say Amen. For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in, in order a declaration, so many people began to write about Jesus. They began to write many things about Jesus began to write. So, if we allow those people to write, they will say the one that is correct and say the one that is not correct and say many things. They will speak from their perspective and many of them are not even born again. They are not disciples. They are not followers of Jesus. They just like news. And there are, that, those set of people, they are in every kind of meeting. They are in every kind of setting. Like they are here too. There are people that are here. They are here for news. You don't know. They are here for news. They are not really here for anything to happen for them. They are here for news. They want to, they want to collect news. May Jesus encounter you. May Jesus encounter you. So there are, these are the things that is most surely believed amongst us. They are not telling a story about many other things. They are trying to, they are trying to write about our faith. Meanwhile, they are not part of our faith. Are you getting where I'm going? It's a serious matter. It's a serious matter. It is only initiates that have the capacity to write and speak about the faith. 
And I hope you know that many people are making attempts to speak and write about our faith that is not in doctrines, that are not initiates. I heard a story of, about a Muslim teacher in a secondary school, a deep primary school. You know the subject he is teaching. Yes. Christian religious knowledge. That's what, and he's very good in it. If he teach you, you, you will pass. You will pass the exam that men set. Does it mean you know anything? So if they can, if that person can teach it, it will mean that we have a problem. I don't want to do that. Let's see verse two quickly. Uh-huh, you are faster now. You change the vehicle you are using, even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning we are what? I didn't hear you. We are what? Let's say it again. Everyone, let's say it louder. That's better. If your Bible is your own, underline the word I witness. Okay, if you have Bible with you and the Bible is your own, there are people that don't come to church with Bible. You are a magician. How do you plan to grow? Thank God we have Bibles on phone now. So at least something is on the phone. Window phone is not the best, but let's manage that one. Hmm? He said. Even as they delivered it them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the world. Let me see if verse 3 can help us more. So that I will explain it. Now look at what this man is saying. It seemed good to me also. Are you following now? Having had perfect understanding of all the things from the very first, to write to thee in order. Most excellent Theophilus. Let's see verse 4. That thou mightest know this, know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. This is a heavy thing. People we are writing and speaking about Jesus. Are you getting the point? But they don't have the credibility to write and speak about Jesus. So this man said that I have to take it upon myself seeing that I had the minimum requirement to do this kind of assignment. And what is the minimum requirement? Number one, he is a disciple. Number two, he is an eyewitness. Certainly an eyewitness. He is trying to say that nobody has the capacity to communicate this kind of matter. That is not an eyewitness of the events that took place. So there are many people that heard and heard and heard and they are speaking about the matter. But them that are eyewitnesses, they have to do something about it. Else people will live with inaccurate documentation of the things that happened in the life of Jesus and through the life of Jesus. So he said, I took it upon myself so that you will be instructed with certainty. He said, the reason why I'm writing is number one, that I am a disciple. Number two, I'm an eyewitness. Number three, Having had perfect understanding, are you getting the point? He, it is the honor is on him. It is a duty that he needs to carry out for the fact that he was an eyewitness. In fact, my emphasis is eyewitness, 
You know who is an eyewitness? It's not even bad to be an eyewitness. Actually, in fact, when Judas died, huh? the apostles were trying to select somebody that will replace him. One of the requirements for the person that will replace him, one of the requirements, you already know the what is the requirement? The way you know, I think you know it. One of the requirements is that they are looking for someone that was with them from the beginning. Is it not true? Someone that is with them from the beginning. That means this one also experienced the same thing with them. And I need to tell you that there are many mighty men that follow Jesus that was not exactly one of the twelve. But they are powerful men. Thank God for the account of Philip and Stephen. We wouldn't have known that they are more mightier men in manifestation of the glory of God than even the people that were apostles of the Lamb. There are apostles of the Lamb that they were just mentioned. Their name was mentioned. We did not hear what manifested through their life. But for people like Stephen, the Bible said he spoke and his face shined. You don't know what that thing meant. Without that thing, I'm not sure Paul would have been able to interpret his encounter well. Because every Jew knew the word that God gave to Moses. God spoke to Moses. He said, A prophet like unto me will the Lord send to me. And when that prophet comes, he will come with a sign. Have you read the Bible? And the Bible was saying many times the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the doctors of the Lord, they will come to Jesus and say, show us a sign. Have you not heard it? Meanwhile, he was doing miracles. So in case you think the sign he was talking about is miracle, it's not that. He's talking, they know the sign. There is the sign of the Messiah. There is the sign of the prophet that is coming. That Moses said, God will raise a prophet after my own order. And there is the sign. The sign is the sign of the shining face. The sign of transfiguration. That is the sign of the one that is to come. And he will be the Messiah. Huh? So when they came and asked Jesus for a sign, he said, I will not show you any sign. The sign I will show you is the sign of Jonah. For Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days. That is the sign that you people need. It's the sign of death. That's what you need. Meanwhile, Jesus took three people and went to the mountain and unveiled himself and told them, Don't say anything. But let it be on record that I'm that man. And there are men that are witnesses of it. Are you getting the point? So when, when Stephen stood in the book of Acts and he spoke, 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 they began to stone him. He looked up to the heavens and said, Forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they are doing. When he said that, the Bible said, in heaven, the throne in heaven was activated. And from there, there was a beam from heaven. And the law of reflection was activated. Because what happened to Moses is the law of reflection. What is the law of reflection? You become what you behold. You reflect what you are looking at. Is it not true? When you get a mirror and face it to a light, the mirror has no light in itself. But it can reflect what it is beholding. So that is what happened to Moses. Moses faced the light, the glory so much 
that the Bible said that when he came out, he wished not that his face what? That was what happened to Stephen. When he looked, he saw Jesus. And when he saw Jesus, his face shined. The Bible said like that of an angel. <laughs> Meanwhile, remember the account that Saul was there. And the people that were stoning him, they were keeping their clothes at his feet. Is it not true? That an encounter, that was the first encounter that Saul had. I know you will say his encounter is on the road to Damascus. That was not even the meaning. The, re, the first encounter was that. Even though he could not explain it. Even though his heart is still strong. But what he saw never left him. That was why when he was on the road to Damascus. And the same kind of light he saw. Are you getting where we are going now? When Stephen was stoned, he shined from heaven. And the Bible said that the sun paled even in his strength. When that light shined. And a voice spoke. He knew that anybody speaking from this light must be somebody traced to that encounter. And he said, Lord, who are thou? How can a man that is willing to kill everybody call somebody a Lord? It must mean that he has seen something. And whatever he saw, this person that shines all the time and is stronger than the sun must be the Lord. He said, Lord! Lord. It was a sign of the shining face. That was the sign that they required of Jesus. He said, I won't show you. I won't show you. The sign that you need is the sign of death. Actually, that's a good thing that Jesus told them. Because the requirement to carry the glory of God is death. For no flesh, the flesh and no glory in the presence of God. The Bible said that a man said, I heard a voice and he told me to cry, to cry, to cry. And the man asked the voice, what shall I cry? You are telling me to cry, what shall I cry? He said, cry, for all flesh is grass. Why? He said, because the presence, the breath of God is upon it. The ruach, the breath of God is upon it. And when it comes, it cripples everything that is of the flesh. Your strength in the natural will be going down. But in, in God, you will, you will be green. The Bible said, Paul was the one speaking. He said, even if my outer man is getting, he said, my inner man is growing stronger. If you have ever fasted, that will be fasted marathon fast. That will be a little example to show you what it means for the outer man to be weak. And for the inner man to become strong. Those days I, I fasted and fasted out. I, I was stiff. I was. But when I came back home, my mother said, My son, what have you done to yourself? There is what they call a govine, a govine. Bought milk, bought quicker oats, bought everything to, to rescue me. When my mother brought it, that. We became enemies. The way I responded, she said she will not buy milk for me. She will not buy it. Why? Now, even though I was looking lean and weak physically, but my inner man is like stone. It's like a flint. Are you getting the point? It means that for God to strengthen you many times in the spirit, you have to be weak. And that is why many times for us to receive strength in the spirit, you might have to fast, not normal fast, the fast that will make you weak. Some people come and say they struggle to pray, they struggle to do night vigil, they struggle, they can't. You know why? You eat a lot. I have been saying it. Let me tell you. Try it, try it. 
you have done where is that person that told me he has done three days dry raise your hand again uh-huh. on the second day in the night how did you feel don't laugh because you don't know how you you don't know since you have not done it you don't know how somebody on the second day of a drive has go and try it first when you when you come back you will now tell us your story i'm talking to the people that have done three days on the second day oh my god i was doing four days one time in the night of the second third day i was so weak i prayed by by 8 p.m i was ready to sleep i said lord i'm just trying to pass time now let these three days pass <laughs> we have all been dead so i have to tell you the truth now so when i slept by eight i slept and slept and slept and slept and slept and slept after sleeping for a long time i slept by eight after sleeping for a long time i woke up by 11 p.m That was when I found out you need strength to sleep. You need strength. <laughs> the reason why you are sleeping too much, you, you ate a lot. And you are under the burden of food, the weight of food. It, it will keep you on the bed for two. But if you are trying it on the third day, your eyes will clear. You, you will be awake in the night. You will be awake. You will be asking, well, why is this night so long? But before that time, you will sleep by 11, by 10. It's 5.30 a.m. in the morning. No. Try fasting. Even if you can't fast, three days dry. Fast in the night. I'm giving you clues. What will work for you. Once it's 3 p.m., don't eat again. You will find out your body likes food. It has been configured to load itself so that it can sleep. If you don't eat from 3 p.m., I tell you by God, you will wake. With, there is no way you won't wake in the night. You will wake and be looking, where is food? Where is food? But at least you have woken up so that if you needed to pray, you will do something about it. I know some of you, you will wake up and eat and sleep back. For such a one, we don't have any way to help you again. I'm giving you keys, keys to stay alive. Keys, you have to be wise. Are you getting the point? If you have me so far, say amen. amen. Give me my scripture, remove my face. Uh-huh. That thy mightest know of certainty those things wherein thou has been instructed. So the man, Luke, said that the reason why I have the capacity to speak about something is because I'm an eyewitness, just like somebody in this meeting. People will let her hear about this meeting. And somebody that heard about this meeting can even speak about it more than you that came. Meanwhile, he didn't see much. Some people just watched online. As good as that is. Is it the same thing with what happened here? There are many things the camera cannot catch. There are people hidden in that gallery behind. That even if we have 20 cameras, you can't find them. Meanwhile, something heavy happened for them is it not true so if that one is the one that can tell the story or the person sitting beside him can tell the story of what happened to the person are you getting where i'm going now no 
it will mean that there is a kind of witness that no one can bear concerning a thing, concerning a person, if he was not an eyewitness. Are you getting where I'm going? It is only eyewitnesses that can bear that kind of account. It is only eyewitnesses. Only eyewitnesses. So there are men that were writing a lot of things about Jesus, about the move of God, about revivals, but they were not eyewitnesses. So the man looked said, I have to write because I'm an eyewitness. So what I want to teach you about, or what I'm already teaching you about, is two kinds of witnesses. Number one is an eyewitness. Number one is an eyewitness. I believe you understood this. Is it okay? Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. Show me verse 43. 43. 44. You have become slow now. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. 45. 45. Then he opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. 46. 46. I told you people yesterday, have your Bible. And said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. The next verse. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem the next verse let's read it together one, two, ready, go let's read it one more time so as of now the apostles and disciples of Jesus are already witnesses they are witnesses of they are already witnesses of this. Are you getting the point? Let me see the next verse. The next verse. The next verse. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye are endued with power from on high. I actually want to talk about power. But I need to show you why. If purpose is not known, the next thing is abuse. Are you getting the point? We have to know that it's because of witness that God has promised to send the promise of the Father upon you. And the promise of the Father is the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes, 
the proof that he has come is the power that will be flowing through our vessels. And as we get to see, the power of God is dynamic. You know what is dynamic? Where is the guy that told me around here he is studying engineering? Uh -huh. The dynamic, you are studying engineering. Good. You know that you see this light that is shining. It is because it's connected to electric electricity. Is it not true? Is it not true? The electric current in this house, it can power light. The electric current in this house, it can power the air condition. Is it not true? What happened is that we brought current to the house. And when it comes in, many appliances that is in the house will come on as a result of the current that entered. Are you getting where we are going now? So there are many appliances that is in the house, but they can never come into use until electricity comes. Until power comes, many things will be dormant. Meanwhile, these are the things that we need to bring witness to people. But they are lying dormant. I'm still coming. So the Bible said, Behold, I will send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry here in the city of Jerusalem. For how long? How long will you tarry? A young man came and told me, he said, he said, man of God, I have fasted and prayed since this year. From January till I'm fasting. But should he tell me his disappointment that, that nothing happened for him? I said, oh, you just fasted for one year. May we not tell you our own story? I fasted for long. I fasted till I even forgot that anything can happen for me. I just continue fasting because it's now a culture. I just continue. One day God said, because for power to come, God will be sure that you desire it. If he's not sure, nothing will happen for you. That's why there are many people around and they are powerless. God will send you to do something and you just went like that. You just went like that. Including Jesus did not go like that. The book of Luke chapter 4 told us. The Bible said in verse 1. He said, Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost was. You need to go to another. I think the book of Mark. If you read the book of Luke chapter 1. He said, Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost was led. If you read Mark. He will tell you that Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost was driven. after me driven. You know what is driven? When I was in primary school, and for many of you, we didn't want to go to school. Is it not true? Sometimes we wake up in the morning and we don't feel like that your mother will call you. Get up. Do they still, do they still, in Nigeria when we are small, they used to flog us. Do they, do they flog people in Ghana? No, they don't flog people in Ghana. Sometimes your mother will flog you so much that when you do some things, it doesn't need to flog. He will just call you your name. You just say, Ephraim! You, you will start running because you know, if they ever call the name the second time, if it's my father, he will, if you are begging him, he will tell you, don't beg me, don't beg me. 
turn, turn your turn your boot don't beg me the only person that can stop him then is my mother anyway my point is this many of those days you are now doctor for optometry and you are wearing eyeglasses and your suit you are looking you are looking you are looking medical <laughs> Meanwhile, when you are in primary school, your mother drove you to school. Are you getting the point? As of then, you are not wise enough to know how important school is. So somebody needs to drive you first. And that's why many times we push you into fasting and prayer. When things begin to happen in your life, nobody will push you again. You will know you need to do more to enter into deeper dimensions of this same thing. But in the beginning, they need to. The Bible said, Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost, the proof that he was full is that he, they drove him into the place of fasting. When you are full of the Holy Ghost, where do we find you? For Jesus, are you getting the point? <laughs> when he is full, he finds himself in fasting. When he is full, he finds himself in prayer. When he is full, he finds himself in the word of God. That is for Jesus. The Bible said, when he fasted, he fasted and prayed for 40 days. Many things happened. He was tempted of the devil. The Bible said in verse 14, Luke chapter 4 verse 14 He said when he was coming out And Jesus Let's read it together One, two, ready, go When he was going He went full of the spirit When he was coming out He came out with the power I need to also tell you as I advance That the spirit is not the same thing as the power and I don't have time, I will use scripture to show you that the spirit is not the same thing as the power. But the coming of the spirit huh, is evidenced with power. But the person is not the same thing as the power. So the reason why I'm saying this thing is that there are many people that have the Holy Spirit. And the next question you need to ask is, where is the power? Turn to your neighbor, ask the person, now that you have the Holy Ghost, where is the power? What did, he, what did he say? <laughs> He's smiling. <laughs> May you not meet Satan with smiling. They will deal with you. You need to cry this night. You ask God, where is the power? Now that I have the Holy Ghost. It disturbed me a lot. Do you know why? I used to go and do evangelism and I thought it's just it. Because they told us, go and win so, go and win so, go and win so, go and win so. I said, okay, I went to Winsoul, I went to Winsoul. And I, I, I preached to my roommate. We did Bible argument for four days. I went and prepared, brought scriptures, we analyzed it. I won the argument. And I told the young man, give your life to Christ now. He looked at me and said, hi, Edu. He said, let her, let her, let her be born again. That's when I found out that it takes an akazo to compel men. It is an akazo that compared. People can come and cry out to Jesus. They didn't even understand what you thought. They didn't know what you are saying. All they know. A guy told me that his phone is that. It seemed as if somebody was pushing him towards the pulpit. Something was pushing. He didn't want to go. They were pushing him. It, that thing that was pushing the young man is called an akazo. You need it. You need that an akazo. If not... You will continue talking to your roommate, talking to your family member. You talk to them for 10 years, they will be mocking you. There is no compelling power. 
a castle compels men to obedience, compels men to the authority of Jesus. That encounter changed my life. Oh. It led to many things because it was that encounter that led me to stumble on a book. This thing I'm talking about is more than 10 years. I stumbled on a book by Leonard Ravenhill. The name of the book is Why Revival Times. It was in that book, one of the chapters said, Revival tarries because you don't have tears. He said, Let's pray that God should bless us with tears. I said, What is this man talking about? He said, There is no weeping, men that are no weeping. That what we have is organizers, that what we need is agonizers. Agonizers. Agonize. That's why when people tell me about groaning and traveling, me, I'm a revivalist, and I, I studied the revivalists from Charles Finney. D.L. Moody studied them. Evan Roberts. One thing is consistent with them. They always speak about prayer in travails and groaning. Somebody like Evan Roberts, he made his prayer. Do you know his prayer point? Bend me, bend me, bend me, oh God, bend me. Ah! You have heard of Charles Finney with his ministry ally, Father Nash, Daniel Nash, the prevailing prince of prayer. Charles Finney will be in the hall ministry before Charles Finney comes. Three weeks before, two weeks before Charles Finney comes, Father Nash will go to the city and lock himself up and be groaning and traveling. Charles Finney said the one time that the woman that they were staying with said that there is a fellow that came here and the fellow has never, he went to the stable where they keep horses and their food and entered there. He has never eaten, he has not done anything. And he said, this fellow might die the way he's praying. Yes. Charles said that sometimes the way Father Nash prays, he will be thinking the young man, the man will die. Father Nash, Daniel Nash, the prevailing prince of prayer. Go and find the book. It's just a pamphlet. It's not big. When you read it, if you still remain normal, we can't help you. I read that book and another chapter said, Give me revival or I die. I changed, I removed revival, I put soul. I said, Give me this soul or I die. Give me this soul or I die. It was there that I found out that I've been wasting my time. I stumbled on a message too. And a man of God told me in that message, he said, Look at you now. When it's time to preach, you come out to preach. When it's time for action, you disappear. When it's time to fill people with the Holy Ghost, you dodge. When it's time to do something, you escape. You tell them, just go home. If you get home, it will happen. The person has stayed for three months. It has not happened. They are waiting on me. Why are you sending them home when you can do it? Are you getting what I'm saying? So when I went, I fasted for, I think, five days or six days. I was praying about the young man. I said, give me this. Since I have preached and taught, nothing happened. There must be something missing. I told God, what is missing? What is missing? What is missing? I kept praying. I kept praying. Some of you have heard this story. When I finished praying, the young man now went, he's a philanderer. So he went to one fellowship in our campus and found a fair damsel. 
and he wanted to collect the damsel. The damsel agreed, was told him that the way to move forward is for him to come to fellowship. If he can come to fellowship three times, then he can be his friend. So the guy came the first time, came the second time, on the third time, so that he has prepared his room, put perfume there, put others, arrange the bed, put some things in the fridge. You understand what I'm saying now? That you just you know what I'm so when he finished on the third time he came to fellowship. When he came, thank God for that day because on that day the Holy Ghost was moving. May the Holy Spirit move in our fellowship meetings. So what happened is that at some point, when the Holy Ghost was moving, the president of the fellowship walked to the guy and just touched his head like this. When he touched his head, the young man shook, shook. Uh-uh. The young man said, uh-uh. Me, four. He just quickly went to the nearest wall in the hall and just balanced himself like this. How can I fall now? Guy man like me, guy fall. No, I can't fall. So when he did it, actually that was the last thing he remembered. For the next two hours, he was down under the power of God. When he woke up two hours later, the meeting has ended. His only fellowship executive that rounded him and they were praying for him. You are a guy man because you have not met real power. The son of Tarsus met light from heaven. With all of his vengeance, he became the bearer of the same gospel that he is fighting. Nobody is that strong. It was Jesus that said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men. Nobody is too far to be drawn, Reverend. Nobody. All we need to do is to go higher. To, you know, when you go higher, you are able to draw people more. Are you getting the point? If you drew the person at this plane and he's not working, what do you do? You go higher and draw him again. Go higher and draw him again. You go higher and draw him again. If I be lifted up, I can even draw somebody from a mosque, inside a mosque. The person will say, I'm speaking tongues. Inside the mosque, somebody can be drawn. Jesus is the Lord. Including demons, no. And there is nothing Satan can do about it. You don't know what I was teaching you people. Jesus went as far as hell to preach the gospel. There is no place you can preach it. He just proved the point that there is no case that is lost. He said he preached to spirits in prison. And human beings are, are saying that we can't reach them. No, we can reach What we need is an akazo, compelling power. Close me, oh God. Hmm. That's all we need. When he was preaching in, to those in hell, when he was preaching, they said and stop him, he can't. Because he's Lord. When he came out, he said, behold. He said, all hell, all power in heaven and on earth has been what? Given to me. Do you know the good thing? He gave you that power. 
That's what I come to do. That power, he shed it forth. That's what the scripture is trying to interpret in the book of Psalm chapter 110. He said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit down at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy what? Footstool. He said, how can this be achieved? He said, he will send forth the rod of his strength out of where? Zion. And that rod that is sent from Zion has a language. What is the language of that rod? He said, rule thou in the midst enemies. So it will mean that the rod of God's strength, who is the Holy Ghost because Peter interpreted to us in the book of Acts that that rod is the Holy Ghost that has been sent forth. It has one mandate to compel everything and everyone under the feet of Jesus into to obedience. Are you getting the point? If you are with me so far, say Amen. the next 10 minutes we begin to pray show me Acts Acts chapter 1 the former three ties have I made oh what Theophilus you remember when so that former treatise is that book of Luke this is the second installment huh? even though you have to there is John in between them but the man that wrote it there was no John in between what he wrote it's after Luke then Acts. now this is what he said the former treatise have I made of all that Jesus began number one to what? do and teach of all that Jesus began to what do and teach it means that the authority of Jesus' teaching ministry is derived from a doing from a living it's easy for you to talk about prayer if you can pray if you have given yourself to prayer it's easy to say when you say it but when you are not saying anything people are praying it's easy to talk about fasting when you are fasting. It's easy to speak about holiness when you are living a holy life. It's easy for you to talk about the word of God when you are a student of the word. It's easy. It's easy. Because beyond the words you are speaking, there is spirit and life that is communicated. Do you know sometimes I have to beg my people to reduce their fasting. A sister just started me. She, she said she wants to do 40 days fasting. <laughs> I said, no, I don't. I told her, no. No. And believe you me, I have seen people attempt, I've seen people do 21 days. You will still see them and they are normal. They will still package themselves one well, but in the spirit they are brutal. Very brutal. And that's why if you see the way they pray, oh my god. I went somewhere and people are always asking me about my sister, my sister, my sister, my sister. I live with her in the house and I know what she, she is doing. She is no longer. Just take it from me. Do you know when we greet good morning in my house around 3 or 4 p.m.? You, you wake up in the morning, you are looking for people. Hello, hello. 
that's why you are like this. When she wakes up, sometimes when we wake up, the way we I know that they are woken up is in the room, the door will not open. It will be going on. After that Bible study, after that prayer, fasting, Bible study, prayer, fasting, Bible study, prayer, fasting. Then by four in the evening, we will now go for bed times. Tomorrow we continue. Tomorrow we continue. I will come and tell her and say, you will need prayer next tomorrow or tomorrow. She will start today to prepare for a one hour prayer session. You, they told you to lead prayer. You just to pick the mic and That's why as you are praying, including you leading the prayer, you are not moved. May God forgive us. That, these are the things that people are doing and we are having prayer session that is not yielding any result. Eddie Ward McHenry bounce, EM bounce. I believe that is the man that has the greatest revelation about prayer. He said that prayer that cannot move your heart cannot move the heart of God. So your heart is not yet moved in the prayer. You are, you are saying God is, God is moving, God is... No, you are, nothing is moving, my friend. Nothing is moving. It has to move your heart first. There are people I follow that shifted me in prayer. There is a man called John Hyde. The praying John Hyde. They, they said that he stained his room with from the breath from his nostrils. He stained his room. There are people like that. All the men of prayer, I followed all of them. Joseph Ayo Babalala. He prayed till he broke into the ground. At one encounter, he said he saw an angel and he gave him a yam and said, This yam is meant for Africa. He took it and ate only himself. The yam that all of us will share. When I hear about this man, I say, God, show me mercy. So when people come and say, Kai, you can pray, I will weep for my life. Every day I'm asking God, help me to pray. I want to pray. I want to pray. <laughs> but you, after that, your one hour, you are now, you are doing like this. We have tried. We have tried. No wonder there is no power. There is no power. There is no power. Liquid metallic dimension of God's power. The one that can flow through anything. One day I fasted for so long that if I touch any metal, it will spark. You better believe it, but even if you don't believe it, no problem. It will spark. It will, it will be sparking. I was on a nine days fast. I think on a second or third day. Suddenly I prayed, I prayed and entered the place. It seemed as if they took my two hands and plugged it into an electric current. I began to charge. <laughs> At some point, it seemed as if I can't carry it anymore. I can't carry it. I was put in. I said, God, what is this? What is this? I saw literal raw power being poured into my system. When the power entered me, it seemed as if I'm being transfigured 
it was from then that God began to tell me he's making me a being of power everything about me is power is might the spirit of might it doesn't just come you, you have to ask yourself you have to ask yourself why am I speaking in tongues and there is no power there is no, I need to touch I need to touch oh and when, I mean, when we mean raw power, we mean power that can be converted to anything. Are you getting the point? What I'm talking about is the raw one first. Then in your own context, that raw power can be converted in such a way that it can be specific and useful. Are you getting the point? So your own power might not get somebody to fall on the ground. But your own power can carry conviction. You cannot stand before a man that will not give his life to Christ. I hope you know his power. You can't stand before a man that won't give his life to Christ. You can't stand with people and they will still continue sinning. Are you getting where I'm going? So, I, let me get back. When I tell my sister to pray to lead prayer, she will, she will lock herself in the room and keep praying, keep fasting. She will open the door just some, maybe one hour or some minutes to the time. Take her back. Because if she is there, she will be soaking my messages. The way she soaks it is. Can I borrow this your handkerchief? Whose phone is this? Huh? Can you see this handkerchief? You are in the gallery and you can see it. Say amen. Good. I was teaching them something in yesterday night. I was teaching them how to soak the presence of God. It's like bringing a material. For you to be able to soak the presence, you must be a material that has capillary activity, capillary capacity. You know what is capillary? If you don't have capillary capacity, you cannot soak anything. So this is what she does. She she will shape herself, take the mood of capillary capacity, and then, like water. How do you know? Okay, you were there in my experiment. So, like them, let's assume this thing is full of water. But it's full of water. I will not take your money. Let's assume it's full of water. Are you getting the point? We soak it. If you bring it out quickly, if you do like this, the water will finish. Is it not true? You will have to, to get more water. Imagine if you put it there and leave it for one hour. That is what many of you do. You go to pray or worship. And then as you are praying and worship, you now feel something. And then you quickly come out. When they squeeze you, you finish. But when you get there, put it, leave it. Are you getting the point? Sometimes for people like us, we stay there for six hours. Somebody like me, I can stay for 12 hours. I will stay there. I will not come out. I'll be soaking. Satan is soaking. Satan is soaking. I will keep soaking it. When you soak it for that long hours, when you come out, you will not need to do anything. Or you anywhere you walk. The water in the, this thing will begin to drip everywhere. You don't need to tell anybody. You don't need to squeeze now. If you just 
if you enter an auditorium, encounter will start. If they even hear that you are coming, most people hear that you are coming. Huh? The witness of the things you carry in the spirit will begin to be manifest. Because you have soaked so much that the atmosphere recognizes what you are soaked with. I'm telling you, I entered a meeting one day. As soon as I stepped into the door, a sister said, when I stepped in, what she saw is giant angels that their head is passing the roof. When she, she is a prophet, when she looked and saw the angel, they slapped her. She didn't wake up till the meeting ended. Huh? These are the men that entered. Like that time we sang, some of them came and they, they hung. They were waiting for instruction to invade. <laughs> we are going to pray. Something will happen to you. Some of these angels will hold you and suspend you in the middle. You will be crying. They will say, we will not leave you. We will not leave you until you collect something. Because the, the problem with many of you is that you, you don't want to. You are not... You are not committed enough to collect something that is heavy. So you come out and still speak your small tongue. And then you go without nothing. And when you enter back in the night, the demon will still come back and press you. Press you. With your tongues. Has it not happened to you? It has happened to you. And not just you, many people here. You'll be trying to shout Jesus. Say, you see. You will not wake up and say, Thank God I did not die. Thank God. Call to your neighbor, tell your neighbor you need power. You need power. Power is a necessity, it's to live, not to preach, to live, to live. If not some witchcraft activity, Satan will snuff your light out before you have manifested if you don't have power. Are you getting where I'm going? If you are with me so far, if you are with me so far, say amen. Show me my scripture. Good. Let's see the next verse. Until the day in which he was taken up, after that he, through the Holy Ghost, has given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. The next verse. To whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Next verse. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. Tell your neighbor, say, wait, wait. Why are you in a hurry to leave? The last time you left, nothing changed. You still want to continue like that. I think my vote will reduce too much. Just increase it. Uh -huh. The last time you left, nothing changed. And you are about to leave again. Are you not tired of living without anything different? Are you not tired? Hmm? You are not tired. It's not what you say in your mouth. It's what you show. The day you become tired, you lock yourself in a room. But tell somebody, tell somebody you have locked yourself. Tell somebody. So that if you are dying, we will come and rescue you. The person will be checking on you. 
you know, this fasting thing is not easy. There are some people that have not fasted 6 to 12 and they want to go on 7 days. Don't try it. You have to get used to fasting. Do 6 to 6. Do 6 to 9. Do 6 to 12 in the night. Do 24 hours. Do it over time. Then you do 3 days. Your, your body will be adjusting to it. Then from 3 days, if God leads you, you can do more. Don't come and jump from nowhere. And do 40 days. You will die. You. Like, I mean, real physical death. You will die. Not dying to the flesh. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying? If you are with me, say Amen. And being assembled together with them, commanded he them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. Which said he, ye have heard of me. Verse 5. Verse 5. For John truly baptized with water, but he shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. <laughs> I'm excited in my spirit because of what will happen this night. You see, my sin. The Holy Spirit is rejoicing inside of my heart. He's rejoicing. He's rejoicing. You know, the way to be powerful, one of the ways to be powerful is to find out what the Holy Spirit is doing inside. Sometimes God will be sitting down. Sometimes He'll be quiet. There are sometimes He will stand up like this. Sometimes He'll be rejoicing. When Jesus said in the book of, I think, Matthew chapter 8, is it Matthew or Luke? When he sent 72 and they came back, he said, I beheld Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Huh? The Bible said that, and Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. So the result that they were having on the field is as a result of the fact that something or someone has been dethroned. Are you getting the point? And it was then that he said, I give unto you power. I give unto you what? I give unto you power. Come to your neighbor. Tell your neighbor. I give unto you power. Come to the guy on the other side. Say they told the guy, I give unto you power. Come to the guy at your back. Tell, tell the guy, I give unto you power. <laughs> Hold hands with the person. Let's pray for one minute. Close your eyes. Close your eyes, close your eyes. Hold the hands of your neighbor. Let's pray. I didn't say stand. You can sit, sit, sit. We have not closed. We have not closed. When we, we will close in the next five minutes. I give unto you power. Keep praying, keep praying. Don't be casual. When you receive instructions like this, don't be casual. You don't know what will happen at any time.
all the hands of your neighbor. The electric current of heaven will begin to flow through that power line. For the person at your left and at your right, it should flow, it should flow, keep praying, it should flow, keep praying.
Glory of God is in this place. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. In the name of Jesus. 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 In
of asthma, leave. Blinding spirits, leave. Deafening spirits, leave. Crippling spirits, leave. My God. My God. My God. My God. Be healed now in the name of Jesus. The Lord is already healing. If you notice, check yourself. If you notice that the Lord has healed you, I want you to just come up to this side of the pulpit. We are the leaders. We are the leaders. Come together. Come to keep your mind. You should be ten on the line. The rest should stand behind the people. the Lord has healed you, come, come here. Quickly, come here. We don't have time. Our time is exhausted. I just want to take five testimonies and then I will go. Five testimonies. Just come here. Come near this flower. Quickly, come near this flower. Come near this flower. If your healing has not been perfected, listen to me. Put your hands there. I will pray one more time for you. In the name of Jesus. I didn't hear you say amen. In the name of Jesus. I declare your healing now. I declare your healing now. Let the healing power of God come to you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Be healed. Be healed. Be restored. Be perfected. Be healed. What happened to him? He has been having pain in the left knee. This morning. Left knee since when? I woke since up. Since this morning. Yes, when so I woke up. When you woke up. So what happened? So I came today and I, in the, for the first session, I came to dance. And after the first session, yes. Let's clap for Jesus. You are not clapping. Clap for Jesus. Come, 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 come. Your healing is permanent in the name of Jesus. One of the ways to keep your healing is to testify. Quickly, what happened? Hallelujah. Man of God. For nine months. Father suffered knee problem. Knee problem? Yes. Which of the knees? The left, left knee. knee. So what happened? Let what me hear her. Let me hear him. What happened? Even on the line. 
I called her right now. And when you said the name of Jesus, okay, you called her on the phone. She had problem with the left knee. You called her on the phone. What happened? And when you said the name of Jesus, she can't feel it. Again. She can't feel it again. Feel the pain. Somebody clap for Jesus. <laughs> Your mother's healing is permanent in the name of Jesus. And every other thing that is wrong with her life and your family is addressed now by the power of God in the name of Jesus Christ. What happened to him? Waste pain since yesterday night. But now waste pain since yesterday night. What can what can't you do before that you can do now? Uh, I believe able to Oh yeah, Ben, let me see. Ben, Ben. It is permanent in the name of Jesus Christ. What happened? What happened? Man of God, he had stomach pain that he couldn't bend. Since when? Before coming here. Before, Before coming. coming here. So what happened now? The pain left everything. Clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. It's permanent in the name of Jesus. What happened? What happened? She said she was feeling pain in the site where fibroid comes. She was having pain where? In the site where fibroid comes. Okay. Okay. The pain have gone. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah! Hallelujah! Put your hands here. Put your hands here. Loose up now. What happened? What happened? Man of God, it seems God is in the stomach pain healing business tonight. Okay. This man, his stomach was really paining him, even since he came here. Okay, so and what happened? now, the, the pain is no more. Your hip. Yes, yes. Well, what happened? What happened? After the prayer, I realized it just vanished. Somebody cry for Jesus. Come, come, come. It is permanent in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen to me. I pray for you that everything that Satan is troubling you with, let the cargoes of Satan be lifted up your life in the name of Jesus. I say, let the works of the enemy be destroyed over your life in the name of Jesus. We have introduced the power of God in your life and it will keep working. It will keep working until the enemy is completely defeated. What happened? What happened? Daddy, another stomach pain. Uh -huh. But this one was ulcer for two years. Ulcer for two years? Yes. And man of God, she said while you prayed, she felt it feeling. Hmm. It's it closed inside her. So what happened now? Let me hear you. Okay. Okay. So when did, what did you feel when you, you were here? Did you feel hotness? Did you feel cold? Did you feel... Your hands are shaking. <laughs> Somebody clap for Jesus. Your healing is permanent in the name of Jesus. Sir, yesterday we had an issue with pals. This lady also had the same issue. Okay. And she, she was actually healed yesterday. Okay. But she wanted to fully be fully consumed. She's one of the people that doubts. Let me tell you one thing. 
when the real power of God is at work, even if you doubt, it will still work. Some of you will be healed today, not because of your faith. Some will be healed because of their faith. You are being healed. My faith is enough for both of us. You will be healed. You will be healed. You will be healed. You will be healed now. You will be healed now. You will be healed now. Receive your healing in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh my God. Hi. There is a sister. Listen, be quiet. Be quiet. There is a sister. The angel of the Lord is removing a foreign object from, from your belly, the middle region. The middle region. The middle region. He's removing it. 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 Oh my God. Your healing is permanent in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> the small demon is saying you can't heal her. Huh? She's already healed and you are saying you can't heal her. Just, she's already healed. What happened? Man of God, this man for five years. Okay. In fact, medically, his condition could not be detected. Because he felt movement, acrobatics everywhere. His body, listen, listen his to this testimony. Listen. He, for five years, his illness cannot be detected, but he feels a movement around his chest region and his back region and his joints. Yes. So, so what happened? When he prayed that uh, we are going to count uh, three, uh, I say I received, uh, and immediately I feel that I'm healed. <laughs> yes, Somebody clap for Jesus! I didn't say stop. Keep clapping. It is permanent in the name of Jesus. What happened? What happened? Headache is gone. Headache gone. Like that. Just like that. <laughs> it is permanent in the name of Jesus. What happened, sir? He used to see light anytime his brain. He, you, he used to see Light, light. Anytime he's praying, praying. and okay. it's an assurance that his prayer order is on fire. Okay. He said he lost it, but during the morning session, he saw the light again. The light came back. And then, morning. Now, now, listen. He is not the only one that got his light back. Listen to me. Let me pray for you. I pray that the same light that came on this man's altar. We come on your own altar. Listen, listen, be quiet. Be quiet. Close your eyes. The light will come. It will come. The light will come. It 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 will come. The gifts that you lost. The grace that you lost. The presence of God that you lost. The anointing that you lost. Is being restored now. Is being restored now. Is being restored now. The light is come.
He's done. What happened? What happened? He's also healed from chronic chest pains and okay. back pains. Okay. You, you also came for the healing of chest pain and back pain. You are healed in the name of Jesus Christ. What happened? What happened? Man of God. <laughs> this testimony. He said when he came for this program, okay. his phone was not working. Okay. He couldn't make call. But yesterday, uh, when you shouted and said, in the name of Jesus, amen, the phone came alive. <laughs> and now he could make calls. What? Somebody clap for Jesus. Amen. Listen to me. That is not what we are called for. But listen to me. Some of you will receive miracle alerts in Jesus' name. You like this one. You like. It will happen just for a sign, not. Not for a pattern, but as a sign. Some of you will even receive it before this meeting is over. Just vanished. 
Pains on the right leg and stomach pain has gone in the name of Jesus. Your healing is permanent in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. What happened? What happened? Man of God, this is miracle man. He said he had nothing on him. He but has he what? Had, he had nothing. Nothing on him. No money. No, no money on no him. No cash. Okay, so what? So even he had to walk from his hostel to this place. Okay. But anonymously, money has just come. 200 people. People in that know. People in that Somebody clap for Jesus. May God do more for you in the name of Jesus. What happened? What happened? He's having pain in the left kidney. So what? What? Was, what? Pain in the left kidney. Okay. Pain in the left kidney. Yes. Okay. So, so what happened? When when he was here, he now shifted to the right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what happened? But to the glory of God, he said he felt a sharp pain, and now he can't feel it again. Somebody clap for Jesus. Put your two hands. Okay. And they sent her to the hospital. Okay. And she has been feeling the pain. Even she struggled to get to this place. Okay. But now look at her. She's not feeling any pain. Somebody clap for Jesus. Your healing is permanent in the name of Jesus. What happened? What happened? What happened? Apostle, for 15 years she has been bound by Satan. And doctors were telling her it's allergy. Help her, help her. For how many years? 15 years. Uh-huh. And doctors were telling her it was allergy. Pain in the left ear. Okay. For 15 years. It just vanished. Somebody clap for Jesus. Wait, I want to hear this testimony where come, come. Come. Pain in the left ear. And then what else? Um they know they normally tell me that um is it hereditary? And I said um, my mom told me that my dad normally have it. So I went to the hospital and the the nurse told me that it was a nurse doctor and she told me that it's allergy. So I've been going and going and this feels spirit. You are healed. Both the pain gone, allergy gone. Can you clap for Jesus? Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. What happened? This testimony is called Philly Gadoti. Okay. Now she has a picture here. She, she has what? A picture here. Uh huh. Her hand got cut by glass, and she felt pain in it. And right now, this is the hand, and there is no pain at all. I I, I need to understand this testimony now. Listen, listen. She has a picture here. Yes. Can you see the picture? Let me see. Let me show you. This is the picture. Glass cut her hands. Can you see it? Huh? The power of God came on her. There is no scars even on her hand. Come and see her hands, Reverend, so that you confirm. What's her name? What's her name? 
Let me prophesy over your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I bless the people of this campus and this territory in the name of Jesus. What you have been struggling to do before now, the Lord will give you grace to accomplish it in the name of Jesus. What has stopped people around your family, around your life, you will go beyond where they stopped in the name of Jesus. I say you will go beyond where your family members stopped in. In Jesus' mighty name.